1: Hello
2: and welcome to the latest episode of Athletico Parsnips with me, Andrew Dawson. Imagine yourself finally being allowed a day pass to the Showbiz Center. A long-held dream, finally realised! You go along in your smartest clothes, order a cup of tea and take a seat near the billiards table. To your left, you see Lenny Henry. To your right, Madge from Neighbours. You feel as though you've finally arrived in the world of showbiz. And suddenly, a familiar figure barrels in, drunk and enjoying raucous laughter with Sid Little and Judy Finnegan. You're in me chair, you fat little nout. I can prove it's mine because I've got me of hump of bumper stuck under the seat. It is, sadly, of course, my co-host, Mr Bob Mortimer. And that's coming oh, a little no. bit short. Never mind. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Bubblegum, Uh, with your face like a dog's bum, uh, you're a living nightmare, uh, and you've got shite hair, uh, there we are, hello, hello, Bob. (laughs) Uh,
3: (laughs) Hey, shite hair, that's... Shite hair, that, it is actually isn't it, really. <laughs> I, I'm just wondering whether it's even fair to call it hair. I don't you know, even, it's, it's a,
2: just a kind of a, a, a wisp of knout, isn't it? Just dusted across a the top of your head. I don't know, a
3: shitty detail.
2: It's quite brave, I think, uh, and bold that you're kind of clinging onto it. Um, <laughs> is it maybe a pelmet? Is it a pelmet? I don't even think it's that. It's, I don't know, not even that. I it, it, a lot of um pop stars and rock stars, let's say, of, of advancing ages, whenever you see them yes. on stage wearing a hat, you just know ball is a coot. <laughs> you know, it's just, a, it's just a signal. And maybe if you were a pop star, then uh, that's what you'd be doing as well. But no, you've chosen to... Wearing bes- a hat. You've chosen to, you know, continue with what it is you've got you've got there. And
3: I look good in a hat. Do you? Everybody says. What kind of hat? When I stride, if I go down Sainsbury's, because I'm Sainsbury's man, Mm-hmm. I'm just it's a barrage. Nice hat. Oh look the fella looks good in that hat. What, what like a tricorn hey, hat. he's wearing that hat, well. Whatever hat I wear, Andy, honestly. Any kind yeah. Um the gentlemen and ladies at home won't be able to see your t shirt, yeah. but it's a kind disgrace.
2: What do you mean? Um
3: Well it's it's off white, but it was previous obviously white at one point. yeah It's creased up. Yeah. Um it's outlining your titties. Yeah,
2: well, I'm not going You know what anywhere,
3: I mean? So no, we, uh, you look like a mental patient, honestly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'm not going anywhere. It's a, it's a bangle of the Monday. I'm just going to be sitting in my garden, babies. Yeah, well, I have a bit of self-respect. I Is mean, it's, your T-shirt. I'm looking at your T-shirt. What does it say there? I'm the maths moose. And you've got... It's, yeah, got, maths a, moose. it's got a moose on it, and he's holding a calculator, and there's lot of numbers flying around his, uh, his head. And he's, uh, yeah, you like it. Is it horns that mooses have got on their? Yeah, head?
3: horns, tusks. No, it's not tusks. I don't know what
2: they call because they're they're more elaborate than horns, aren't they? Don't know. Let's call them horns. But it, that's
3: head details. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, anyway, that's what you. Do you like wearing. those
3: videos that you occasionally see on wildlife where moose or walruses are really fighting and it all gets a yeah. bit bloody?
2: Yeah. When they fight, like when they fight with them horns. No, I find it unsettling. I don't like it. I wish they wouldn't do it. But they have to do it because it's the law of the jungle, isn't it? They've got to establish uh, who's who's in charge.
3: Priority. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I've established priority between us today by not wearing that fucking T-shirt like you. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> John Cooper Lockdown, he's um, <coughs> sent me one of his... Uh, what does he call them? Poems.
2: Poems? Vignettes? or
3: or whatever so we should play it given that he's bothered Um, here we go I'm sat in me garden surrounded by weeds a black bag of dog dirt in one of the trees I'm trying to roll up a cigarette but me fingers are greasy from me Greg's breakfast baguette I take a swig from my Polish beer. I wish that dog, that dog dirt, would disappear. I grab a pole off the washing line and poke at the bag a couple of times. I've nearly dislodged it when the bottom falls out and spills its contents some into my mouth. I cough and splutter and fall to the ground, grab my fallen lager and get it downed. I'm locked down, Gary. How do you do? I once had a wife, but we broke up last June. (laughs) That's lockdown. Lockdown, Gary. That's
2: quite depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew
3: Slaughter's, the restaurant's Mm -hmm. um, opened up to serve food outside in the backyard um, on the concreted area in front of Ron Craggs' camper van, yeah? Yeah. Um, Not getting many customers in yet because of worries about cross-contaminations, you know, between Ron's meat bins and mm. the restaurant kitchen. So for the time being, Ron is doing the cooking in his campervan van kitchen. Um, I went, um, second day it was open, as I was in there skulking at the back, but um, Adrian was in there, Adrian Lewis, the darts player, yeah. and Martin from Homes Under the Hammer sharing a oh, table. Right. So I listened in... Um, uh, let's do what happened. Um, right. The waiter approached them, and off we go.
1: Good afternoon, you meaty heroes. Today is a set menu only, designed by the magnificent Rod Crags and cooked on his methane-powered campus earth. Oh, fuck,
3: fuck, fuck, fuck. I cannot wait. It's been so long since I nourished myself at Cragsy's menagerie. Oh, my piss pipe is pulsing like a trumpeter's a hole. Oh,
0: yes. Cooking with me, Finn, says Martin. A bit (laughs) unusual, but I'm sure I'm going to like it. Now, the set menu. What's it all about, then? Come and tell me what it's all about. The set menu. What's it actually all about?
1: Is this your father, Mr Lewis? No, 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 fuck no. It's Martin from Homes Under the Hammer. Ugh, oh, is it now? As if I give an actual flying fuck. So your will to run a shallow-fried a pint of maggots and top them with a sauce made from his personal cheeses. Oh, fuck what that has got me popping. Sounds a little bit unusual. Fuck off. For your main course, Ron is serving wind-dried ticky-tocky cloths with a side dish of halibut noses. Oh, oh, fuck. How does he dry the ticky-tocky cloths? <laughs> on the washing line in the camper van, crazy. Fuck off. No, oh, you fuck off, sir. Finally, for pudding, we have rice. A big bowl of fucking rice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Book it all
0: sounds delicious. Come on, let's get going. I do like this place, very much indeed. Could I ask waiter, where's the little boy's room? Where is it located, so I can know for my convenience?
1: <laughs> A toilet will be available shortly, sir, in Mr Crack's camper van, after he has removed the methane stove from off of the pot. Well, at this point, Andy, I <laughs> left...
3: Because I just, I honestly didn't Uh, want to go inside Craig's camper van. Um, (laughs) I'd rather it was just like left as a wonderful mystery, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, understandable, yeah.
3: Do you like a quiz, Andy? Yeah, go on. Okay, I think you, it's a good one. Give it a bit of thought, see if you can crack it, yeah? All right, it's called Boing, Parp, Trifle. You're already liking it, I imagine. Peanuts. Peanuts! Parp, Thwack, Rice. Oh, yeah. Tinkle Pop. <laughs> Eclair. Give me just a little more time. Time, time,
0: time, time, time,
3: time. So, pricing, mm-hmm. most expensive to cheapest, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And here are your items. Mm-hmm. I'm at Asda, by the way, Andy. Okay. Asda two-pack raspberry trifles. One tin... Ambrosia rice,
2: Mm -hmm.
3: two Asda fresh cream chocolate eclairs. Come on, Andy, I'm I'm gunning for you.
2: That's tough. It is tough. tough. The trifles, I I guess they're kind of individual portions, are they? Like small? Yeah, two two Two. sort
3: of standard yogurt-sized trifles. Yeah,
2: so two trifles, two eclairs, and Ambrosia cream rice. Oh man, this is tough. Um, I'm going to say the Ambrosia Cream Rice is the cheapest. The most expensive yep. is going to be the Eclairs, and that means the trifles are in the middle.
3: Uh, well, you got one right, Andy. Oh, the, the Ambrosia Rice is the cheapest at 75p. Oh, then the Eclairs at 79p. And then, and it is surprising, Andy. And I didn't do it to catch you out, but the two raspberry trifles are 90 pence, really. And I'm, they're the one I'd like least.
2: I'm surprised that the Eclairs being as cheap as they are, to be honest. I think that's a bargain.
3: I mean, half of those trifles is just air in it that sort of white, fluffy, creamy, yeah, air stuff, yeah.
2: Well, oh, well, there you go. Well, yeah, I tried, and once again, I failed miserably. So, uh, all I can do is just try to move on. I've had, um, it's time for you to update your Memory Man credentials again. Already? Oh, oh, Slightly of different course, yeah. than usual. This is um, a request that's coming from WAM, which is the World Association of Memory Men. So, this is global. Oh, I know. A global, I'm a bit scared of WAM, actually. Yeah, this is a global question that you need to answer, but here we go. Can you remember, Memory Man? Can you remember yep. the name of the third-choice USSR goalkeeper at the 1982 World Cup 82. Finals? 82, that's
3: Spain, I think. Yep.
2: I'm not going to uh, give you any clues, sorry, I might have done that.
3: Third-choice. Yes. Yes, I can, Andy, I can. Yeah. Memory
2: Man. Fantastic. Yeah, well done. I was a bit nervous there. I didn't think you were going to pull it off. Yeah,
3: me too. When well, Whammer on your back, I'm well, glad to have got that out of the way. Ramps I tell up you,
2: attention, done it. I'll submit that to Whammer, <laughs> and that's your credentials. Thank um, you. Updated now for six months, I think got some questions that have come in from uh, the parsnippers, as usual. We've actually got okay. some, some unidents to rate that they've sent in. We'll have oh, a okay. couple of them. Uh, Chris Gurrell says, unident or not unident, I opened my cupboard and a whisper bar fell out into a little tub I have in the kitchen. I was not aware the whisper was in the cupboard, and I live alone. Is that a unident, do you think?
3: Hmm... It's certainly, I mean, it's an incident. It's
2: an incident. It's a mysterious incident, I I think.
3: I'll tell you what's nice, Andy, is Mm -hmm. like when you, um, he was unaware he had his whisper Mm -hmm. and and finding um, a forgotten treat. Yeah. You know, like that you didn't, is a real gift from heaven almost, isn't it? Yeah. You know, like it might be a toffee crisp. um,
2: It feels like, yeah, a gift from the gods almost. I'd like to know more about his little tub that he has in the kitchen. Yes, is it on the floor, do you think? I don't know, I think the little tub's maybe on the bench or something like that, but I, I, I want to know more about the little tub. Yeah, could, what was uh, the
3: tub used for? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, I think if the tub had had a lid on, yeah. but the whisper somehow got in it, mm-hmm. you'd have a unident, but I can't give it. Can you, Andy? No, I
2: can't give it, I'm sorry. The the threshold's very high, to be fair, but I'm not giving that one. Here's a one okay. from Rick Danger which in itself is possibly a unit a name like Rick Danger. He says, I was walking with my sister in the woods mourning about England and how shite it is. We get to a short brick wall and she decides to walk along it. As we're, tr- as we're trash-talking our country, she slips and whacks her thigh off the corner of the wall. The next day, she showed me her leg to reveal a large black bruise almost perfectly in the shape of England. Thoughts?
3: Andy, I'll grant it. An excellent yeah. and unusual mm-hmm. incident. Mm-hmm. Well I'm, done to his wife.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that one as well. It was his sister. But you giving it, it? Yeah, I'm giving it. Uh, here's another one. Michael Routledge, possible unident. He says, "As a child, I was walking home from my friends because the power had gone off. In my head, I wished I had the power to control electromagnetic energy, and was trying to restore the power by closing my eyes tightly and imagining the power returning. First time I did it, the power came back on in the street lights." Am I an x man now? I don't know what that means. And then he says, for reference, I was eleven. Um, do you give that as a unit, oh, uh,
3: Bob? Uh, Andrew, it's a lovely memory, but all I think that is is what would normally be called a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think?
2: Yeah, I'm go- I'm going to give it. I saw. I'm, I'm going to give oh, it. He said it was the first time that he did it. If he's lying and he tried it a few times, then um, more shame on him. But um, I, I, I've got to give that. But
3: <laughs> That's unexpected, but good for you. Hey, there was one from Andy Dragasis. Mm-hmm. The other day, I came across a single langoustine on the pavement with a single curled dog dirt balanced carefully on top of the langoustine. It was so (laughs) deliberate, you know, like it had been placed on top. Is this a unident? It Mm. was majestic and beautiful, and I have a photo to prove. My instant reaction, Andrew, is to say, if the langoustine had been on
2: top of the dog dirt,
3: I think I might have given it.
2: Yeah. How would it have got there, though? Do you think someone would have positioned it on top of the dog dirt? Yeah. Yeah. So what what what, what we've got here is... Or I'm is,
3: thinking may, maybe the dog was doing its dirt, yeah. yeah? And as it snapped off the last bit, a langoustine popped out as well. <clears throat> do you see what I mean? Yeah. That's unusual.
2: So it's, it's pooped out the langoustine, do you think?
3: Yeah, but, you know, like, you know... Un, Un, unfettered by any dog dirt you know what I mean <laughs> I think we're getting a bit too detailed about dog dirt but I like it uh, I liked reading the word langoustine
2: it, whatever the circumstances are how it happened isn't really relevant but I think the fact that it's there um, I, I, would, I would yeah I'd give that a unit then yeah definitely
3: seafood and shit you know that's unusual Yeah, unless you're eating at um, Roker Park you know what I
2: mean <laughs> very good
0: Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
3: How lovely. We've got Roy Hodgson joining us on the line now. Um, Hello, Roy. Hello. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, Roy. Yeah, we can hear you fine. Thanks for coming on. How are you feeling? Just, what, a few days after leaving Crystal Palace?
4: I'm I'm not going to lie. It hit me very hard. My, My days are pretty empty now. I'll get out of bed late. I'll just wander around the house. Searching for some kind of meaning. Oh, right,
3: I'm sorry. Really sorry to hear that.
4: My wife says I should maybe go and see some kind of counsellor. Help me process this huge life change, but I don't even think I've got the energy to do that.
3: Oh, dear, that's really sad, Ray. I hope things get better soon. Of course
4: cool, so they will, you fucking pranit! i am pull in your leg! Oh, I've never been happier! Been in a day job means I can now devote all my time to woo
3: to, sorry, to what? Oh,
4: war whammer! War whammer!
3: Hey, oh, yeah, war whammer. Yeah, you bleeding idiot. Hammer.
4: What do you think I was saying?
3: Well, I'm sorry. um sorry, right? Oh.
4: Look, look at the facts and you'll see that I have pulled an absolute fucking masterstroke. I've been planning this for years. Look at the players who were out of contract at Palace this summer. Christian Benteke, Andros Townsend, Jeffrey Schloff... They're all that freak to join me in my new pro-war ever venture.
3: pro Ooh, how will that work then?
4: Oh, I've saved all my money up. I've acquired a piece of land next to the Sellers Park car park. Whereupon myself, Piteke, Townsend and we will put on a war ever festival every Saturday afternoon. The Palace fans will stop in their tracks and flock to my alternative war ever offering. I've got to grind that 2 bob football club into fucking dirt.
3: Oh, language. Uh, it sounds very ambitious. Have, and you've got those players signed up for this, have you? Well,
4: no. Oh, you can't mention it. I uh, i haven't had that conversation with any of them. I just assumed they'd be up for it, seeing as I'd have enjoyed playing war ever, with me so much over the
3: years. Hmm, I wonder if they have. You, you should You should probably get that confirmed with them, I reckon. no,
4: nah, that'll nah, be fine. Uh, I'll just ring them up a day or two before. Right, I'll go to go, because I'm getting a new Space Marine captain delivered today. He's got a master crafted heavy bolt rifle. Sweeter than that.
3: Okay, then, Roy. See ya. Boom boom, toodleoo. Oh, well,
4: well, well. Whoa, whoa,
3: whoa, whoa, See ya, Roy. Nice to. Nice to. <laughs> I mean, it's, he obviously finds a lot of comfort in, well, I'm a retired fella, so um, it's an yeah. unusual pairing, isn't it, him and Ben Teke? Well, Do you, know, what you mean? know,
2: opposites attract sometimes. I suppose, Yeah.
3: I suppose. Incredibly, I've managed to get mm. um, a script for the next episode of Geordie Heat on Netflix, mm. Um So shall I read that one out for you, Andy? It's interesting, isn't it? Please do, Robert, yes. Um, Starts with PC Denise Welsh Mm -hmm. answering uh, the phone in the incident room.
2: Okay.
0: Geordie heat. Hot Geordie streets.
3: Crime on the Tyne. How we're the squad. Geordie Heat. Hello, you're through to Geordie Heat. Fighting crime on the tyne without any bother. How may I help you today? <laughs> oh God, not you! <laughs> Sorry, what was that, sir?
0: <laughs> oh, nothing. I was like, talking to me pet woodpecker. <laughs> I was talking to my pet woodpecker. <laughs> He was pecking at me pork pie (laughs) Okay sir Can I
3: take your name please
0: It's me Mr Sting (laughs) From the massive house On the massive estate (laughs) With the massive walls
3: Oh hello Mr Sting Now what can we do for you
0: I can't find my favourite vest, and Trudy is out in a powerful sports car, and I don't know what to do. You need to send some coppers round, find my vest, or I swear I will set fire to something. Maybe the stable block. I don't know. I haven't decided yet.
3: Now, calm down, Mr Sting. Uh, Have you had a good look for it?
0: No, I'm too upset.
3: (laughs) Well... How long do you think Trudy will be out in her car? It's my car, actually.
0: OK, pet. In your car. I just don't know. She went out to get some Brillo pads, but they're not that easy to get hold of these days, you know. Same as Ajax and Rip. She might be ours, and I'm sat here without me rest, looking like shit.
3: Now... Have you looked in the washing machine and ironing piles, Mr. Sting?
0: (laughs) We don't do washing and ironing. We just throw stuff out when it's dirty or we shoot it.
3: Okay, then. Do you you remember where you last saw your vest? Yes, I do. Okay, and where was it, pet?
0: It was on the floor next to the crab sculpture in my loot room. Are you Now, are you able to get to your loot room now, Mr Sting? Yes, I'm going there now Please stay on the line
3: Aye, I'm still here, pet Now, you're very brave, you're doing really well
0: I'm at the door now Shall I open it or is that too risky?
3: Open it slowly, Mr Sting Now, you're doing great
0: <laughs> I'm in! I can see me vest No thanks to you, no I had to do it all myself, <coughs> as usual You should change your name from Geordie Squad to Georgie Todd. Thanks for nothing. Goodbye.
3: D.I. Steve Bruce enters the incident room. Who was that you were talking to? Oh, oh, it was just after Mr. Sting from the Massive Hoose. He's harmless, really. Oh, you look lovely tonight, Denise. I brought some gala pie and pickled onions with me. Do you fancy a little office picnic? (laughs) Oh, why, aye, Steve (laughs) People might think you're trying to make a move on me Aye, maybe I am (laughs) Steve takes a pickled onion out of its kitchen paper (laughs) And slowly places it into Denise's mouth Ooh, just how I like them big and juicy and tart (laughs) Wait till you try it with some of the pie, Denise Steve puts a chunk of pie in his mouth and then moves in to kiss Denise. Just as their lips are about to walk, to meet, in walks PC Carol Beardsley. All
0: right, what the fuck is going on in here? <laughs> Stinging it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite similar. What the fuck
1: is going
0: on in here, then? Are you trying it on with the boss? is mad and everybody fucking knows it. If I catch you getting a flirt on again, I'll donkey kick you so hard <laughs> in your kidneys. Your kidneys are turn to angel fucking delight. <laughs> now, boss, will you come with me? I think we need to do a stock check in the stationary room. Hurry up, mind. I'm very, very fucking clammy.
3: Aye, OK, Carol. Just coming. Bruce leaves the incident room with Carol and Denise spits out the onion and gets stuck into the gala pie. Geordie Heat. That's it. Lovely stuff. Maybe a bit um, of love interest there, Andy, a bit of shenanigans.
2: Uh, yeah, hopefully that'll develop over the next few episodes. Have you had your, your second jab now? Are you jabbed up and all that? Yeah. I've yeah, got, fully... got mine. Second one the other day, so that means this podcast is now officially vaccinated in full.
3: Vaccinated podcast. That's
2: that's that's good. I think we get a sticker for that. But it was dead stressful the other day when I went for mine. I don't Why? like getting injections at the best of time, but it was stressful. I had a nice nurse and she was dead chatty and friendly. And I thought, this yeah. is good. She's put me in a sort of thing. She was just about to put the injection in my arm. And then yeah. someone came to the door and said there was an urgent call for her. So she had to go off. So I'm sat there right. with my sleeve up, not knowing what's yeah. going on. I waited about five minutes. Now it happened. And then uh, this other fella came in with the, uh, the mask on and everything. He was going to do it. Yeah. Uh, so he, he sits down, pulls down his mask, right? Yeah. And he says, seen you. Oh, it's Corbin, Jeremy Corbyn, wasn't it? Yeah. Jeremy Corbyn. Oh, I thought, oh, Christ alive. He says, I seen you there, laddie, thinking you're it because you don't want to die of the virus. I says, yeah, that's right, Jeremy, I'd, I'd, I'd prefer not to die of the deadly virus. That, that's, you know, is that a problem for you? He says, uh, uh, what's your best efficacy?" I says, what? E- what? Ecophasy? I says, do you mean... Oh, efficacy. Do you mean, do you mean yeah. efficacy, Jeremy? Says, no, it's efficacy.
4: On, oh, ask me mine. Ask me my best efficacy. I
2: says, all right, what's your best efficacy, Jeremy Corbyn? He says,
4: 663.
2: Uh, says, I don't think it can be 663 because it's kind of a percentage. And by definition, the highest is yeah. 100. And I think this, this one, the AstraZeneca, is about 85 <laughs> to 90%. E- 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 right. efficacy? E- efficacy, whatever yeah. it is. And he says, uh, 663, bosh! Uh, and then he gets his fucking needle out and he
4: says, uh, I've diluted this one to reduce all the 5G that Bill Gates has put into
2: it. Sticks it in my arm, jammed it in, twisted it. Fuck. After he jammed it in, I went, "Ow!" He said, "Shit happens." Um, but I still got his mask down at this point, you know, which no, I don't dear. think is is uh, is the right thing to do. But then he gave us a toffee crisp afterwards. <laughs> so uh, you know, I just went home, and uh, I haven't had any side effects or anything as yet. So all good.
3: All good. Shame. Go. So. I hope you're going to be covered having the diluted version. Well,
2: but who knows? They're giving you
3: a boost one. Yeah. I was Pfizer. Are you Pfizer? Right? Yeah. Is that
2: the old man's one?
3: I think it's. I think that actually, I think they're giving it to the kids, aren't they? Are they? No, they're giving. Yeah, Pfizer's I for think, the kids. And I, I think I think they're think.
2: Like giving Johnson and Johnson to the kids, aren't they? Because it's like the same as baby oil and all that. It's made from. Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I it's, it's like talcum powder.
2: I don't follow the news
3: much. Okay, then, Andy, is that enough? I think that's enough. I think
2: that's it. Thanks again, as always, to the parsnippers for indulging us and sending questions in. Thank you, parsnippers. And uh, we'll be back with more at some point in the future. Thank you. Goodbye. See ya.